0: kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply
1: i also don't like going to people's houses and being barefoot at all why i don't know it's just like i just feel like you're too comfortable at that point like dude this isn't your house
2: like the people at the airport who'll take their shoes off oh my god but don't even get me started. we
1: were just talking about this last night people who don't wear gym shoes or don't wear shoes socks. or socks to the gym what are you doing
2: Let's take a breath. <sighs> Hi guys, I'm Sydney Ludwako and welcome to Something to Share. Every Wednesday, I share the mic with people you may recognize, experts in their fields, people I find inspirational, or people who make me laugh like my fiance, Nick, giving them a platform to dive into the things that they really want to talk about. We all have something to share, something that we're going through, and something that we need to hear. So let's get started. I missed this. <laughs> I did. I missed talking with you
1: <laughs> on
2: a live feed. Not live. <laughs> it's being recorded, so it's live enough. Skinner on full blast was the choice for 2023. First episode of the year. This is the choice that we, we made for our, yep. our outfit. <clears throat> yep. What kind of message is that sending? What's that energy that you're bringing into?
1: I like the party. <laughs> no, you don't. When Skinner's on, I do.
2: No, you're not a big party guy. Not anymore. You've lost it. Lost the sauce.
1: Don't even talk to me about the sauce.
2: The last time we partied, which was a he- couple of weeks ago, I got the flu and felt like I was going to die. So.
1: Oh, at the wedding? Yeah.
2: I can't. It was a hang. fun wedding, though. It was. It was actually really nice. Uh, my cousin got married in Disney. It was our first Disney wedding. Um, my cousin is the second oldest to me out of all the cousins. There's 15 of us, I believe. There's a lot of us. She was the first of all of us to start off this whole marriage thing that we're all doing this year. <laughs> and so she got married in Disney. It was re- really fun to see a Disney wedding. They had like everything was Disney music. The groom walked out to Darth Vader's theme song. It was just like very Disney-esque. It was very cute. But I got to see all of my cousins or most of them that were there. And I haven't seen them in probably five, eight years, but I, like, it's been a while since I've seen a lot of them. And it's just like funny to go from seeing your cousins as children and always like I used to babysit for them. I used to like watch them when they were in diapers and now seeing them as like full grown adults who are allowed to drink alcohol and who have like actual personalities and who are kind of cool. Like they used to be weird because they were younger, but now they're like cool, full blown adults. It's very weird to see with like relationships and. Their own lives—it's wild.
1: My whole thing, the whole the whole night, well, the whole weekend was like just remember their names.
2: <laughs> can you name any of them right now?
1: I think I can name probably all of them. Really? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Let's see. So you got Wit, Seth, Molly, Eliza,
2: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Ryan, mm-hmm. Liz.
2: There's no Liz.
1: <laughs> I met a Liz.
2: She wasn't a part of the family. Cami. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One more that's getting married. Maddie. Margot.
1: Margot. God damn it. Cut that out. (laughs) Margot. Mason. Mm -hmm. Mitchell. Mm -hmm. Who am I missing?
2: Another M. Madison, but she was the one getting married. And then you have one
1: other family. Well, yeah. I can't remember. I didn't really meet them, though.
2: Yeah, that's okay. You got basically everyone. You are missing Elise, which you didn't meet, and then Ben and Zach and Gabby. Other than that, that was stellar. And you learned most of those people that night, so I'm proud of you.
1: Well, your youngest cousin's. Mm-hmm. Like when they came in, I was still like shaking hands with uh, uh, Wes and, I'm sorry, Wit and Seth. Uh huh. Uh huh. Wes.
2: Wes. Their combo name. Um,
1: and I felt like uh, JFK and Forrest Gump, where he's just like shaking, How does it feel about an All American? <laughs> I have no idea what Like that just means. guys walking in, like shaking their hand and me saying the exact same thing. Mm. I was like, Hey, Nick, nice to meet you. Nick, nice to meet you. Nick, nice to meet you. Yeah. How does it feel about an All American? <laughs> Yeah.
2: Some of them are military, so they are. The funniest thing because now they're they're all of like Gen Z, like that's their generation. So they all know the same dances. Like every single person knows the same little TikToky esque little footwork dances. They're adorable. Footwork. Um, there was like, a lot of footwork. Ronnie
1: from Jersey Shore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what was his what foot- he like did kicks?
1: He just like would like <laughs> <laughs> He was like known for having like fast feet.
2: <laughs> oh wow. And then my dad was appalled by their dancing he yeah. couldn't stand it my father doesn't dance usually even though he apparently allegedly was a world-class disco dancer he did it competitively for money back in the 80s and he doesn't speak of it anymore he's doesn't won't Your show us his, of it. <laughs> he won't show us his moves but when he saw these gen zers dancing the way that they were he was not having it and he decided to direct them and teach them more moves and those moves consisted of a a square of punches so punching up corner to corner up up down down just repetitively up up and down down so that's what he taught the youth at this wedding the youths. the youth so yeah it was fun um but then after that we came home and i died the next day you know what? Remember I said I felt really bad. I felt like I was mean to the um, TSA. I felt really bad, but I think I was just like ill and I was not having it. She made me take my sweater off and I was not very jolly with you her. She should have so felt bad for the I'm poor really sorry.
1: You sat next to us on the plane.
2: Yeah. Poor guy probably got the flu too. So shout out God, to all of you if you know who you are. But yeah, welcome back to the podcast. I think I'm going to, this is going to be season three technically. I don't know how I'm still doing this. We've had so many different iterations, and now you've joined me as a co-host, basically. And I don't know how we got here, but here. it feels good. And we got really nice podcast mic covers, if you're watching us, from Podcast Nation. So this is just like the most organized, professional podcast you've ever seen. Who exciting.
1: set it up today?
2: Your boy Nick set it up today. He set up all the lights, the camera, Everything. I was very impressed. You even knew where the cord was to connect to our new monitor. Oh my God. This is like, oh, it was wrapped happening? around the monitor. Oh, So. well, you're welcome.
1: <laughs> didn't <laughs> really have to locate it.
2: You. Okay. Well, I was going to give you some props, but yeah, I'll take well, those, I didn't deserve it. those back. I had a nice break. It felt good to not think about this for two weeks, to not think about technology and to bring us together for this new year, this new episode, this new season. I feel good. How do you feel about
1: 2023? It's going to be a good year. I mean,
2: yeah. So we're going to have a lot of 2023 things in this episode. We'll talk through some trends that are going to be happening, some trend forecasting. Um, we'll do some videos and maybe we'll talk through our resolutions. But I don't have one for myself. I'm going to make you give me a resolution. And I'll give you a resolution. No. Yes. <laughs> Teamwork. Um, but before we do that, let's go into our videos of the week. Keeping it cool oh we saw um keeping it cool (laughs) we saw avatar this week i managed to drag nick out of the house because he got sick for me too
1: i wasn't sick i had a sinus deal going on you have a
2: lot of things going on and if you guys have partners that are men you know they don't handle getting sick well whatsoever like not even a little bit i dread get him getting sick more than myself getting sick because i don't want to deal with him when (laughs) he's sick it's bad it's really bad so he got sick, and we bought tickets to go see Avatar, The Way of the Water. I was going to call it Full Throttle, but that's a different movie. Um, we didn't realize that the movie's actually three and a half hours, or three hours and 12 minutes to be exact. And we booked these tickets in the morning when we were feeling really like lively, ready to go. hold up. Yeah. You booked full the tickets. Full Throttle. What it's not called th- full throttle, but that's the Avatar.
1: First full throttle <laughs> is it part of the Fast and Furious franchise? It might be. I mean, they did talk they about did family. They did talk about family.
2: That's true. Did, wasn't that even mentioned? No, I'm thinking of different. I've watched a lot of TV in the past couple weeks. Anyway, yeah, they,
1: they mentioned Fast <laughs> and Furious in Avatar. It was crazy. Real quick, you had you had to pick up on or you had to pick up on it quick, but had
2: to listen for it. But they did. <laughs> But family was a big theme, so I think I meshed the two together. Um, but we booked our tickets in the morning, like so ready to watch this movie, and then he made me Google how long it was after the tickets were bought, and then he realized it was three hours and 12 minutes, and he was like, you know, we're going to take a rain check on this movie, and I started, I got pissed. I got really mad. I'm just going to wait for you.
1: <laughs> All right, Miss Latwako. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, my my boss, mm. friend and co-worker, Bob Robinson Jr., just texted a picture to our group mm-hmm. that consists of myself, Bobby, my brother, Kevin, and then Mike Perrazzo. Your former roommate. And he goes, Kev, you got a side gig? And it literally is a picture of a, like a transit. And on the back, it says, DJ Kevy Kev's jambulance, jambulance. <laughs> No free shots.
2: That one was free.
1: Wow. He was like, "Kev, you got a side gig? That's awesome." It's
2: like, what's your business going to be called? I'm, if I'm feeling DJ Kevy kev's jambulance
1: Yeah, so that's speaking
2: to me. Um, so yeah, we went to. Well, he he was like, "We're not going to Avatar." I was like, "If we don't go right now, we'll never go." It's also set. I will hold this here. against you.
1: For the rest of the year I didn't realize it was over three hour movie
2: That's okay, you should have known I
1: had to get up the next morning and go Strip and recoat floors at work Your plan for dinner was to make dinner
2: I had a lot of plans So I was
1: like, we should probably rethink this I didn't realize it was three hours And you immediately shut down mentally I was so mad She immediately was like <laughs> and It's like, okay, alright well, I guess I'll be the adult here <laughs>
2: Yeah, you had to make a choice, and you chose correct. You said, "You know what? We're going to go because if yeah, not, yeah." So I didn't have to listen to you pal,
1: hope. like a child.
2: Exactly. Everybody won, and I was like, "If you have to, you take a nap in the theater. It's fine."
1: Everybody won except for me, who had to suffer through the entire thing. You liked it, feeling like I had an ice pick inside of my ear and protruding out the front of my forehead.
2: So as you can see, men don't handle being sick well, and that's not my problem. Anyways, we went to the movie, it was great. And I bring up Avatar because this is someone, This my video of the week or one of my videos of the week is this guy who apparently worked on Avatar. And this guy is very bold because he apparently signed an NDA and is speaking about his experience on filming the show. That's movie. scary. Movie, <laughs> full throttle. That's a scary thing to do to break your NDA. Even if it's talking about nothing, I've learned from my own mistakes of being on The Bachelor. You keep your fucking, you keep your mouth shut <laughs> or you'll get a scary email. And so. you watch your mouth. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know how he's d- going and saying all these things when he's talking about something by James Cameron, which is a really big, you know, really big movie. And he's breaking his NDA. So we're going to watch at Dibbert Reigns who broke his NDA. Let's hear it.
0: About hey
3: there. Uh, I signed an NDA about this, so I probably shouldn't be talking about it. But Great. as we know by exactly. now, I don't really care that much about NDAs. And also I'm like, are they even real? They are. Yeah, it's the holiday season, so I want to spill some tea. So I worked as a PA on the C unit for Avatar Way of the Water. Um, C is in the letter C, not as in SEA. That would have been like mad ironic. Um,
1: and then P also, everybody as in production in and A as in the system. I the job. So. for
3: the credits. It's like 400 <laughs> years long. Anyway, my whole job was to coordinate the actors and the production team that ran the water tanks on making sure that the water temperature was kept at a level that was suitable for the actors. The actors got to submit their preferences to me um, and I made it all work. Um, We want to keep everybody happy, long shooting days, intense set, whatever. Um, fun things that I learned, though. Kate Winslet, who does hold the world record for longest amount of time, an actor has held their breath underwater for this movie at, like, 7 minutes and 11 seconds or something insane like that. She wanted the water to be room temperature. But every once in a while, she'd be like, can we make it a little colder? Can we make it a little hotter? She just wanted to, like, spice it up because, once again, long day sunset. on set. Oh, dog. Sorry, dogs are barking. Um it's But... Okay. Uh, Another fun one was Sam Worthington insisted on keeping the water colder. He uh, only takes cold showers, and so he insisted that the water be under 60 degrees Fahrenheit, We settled on 54 degrees because that felt like it was cold enough, but not too cold that the other actors would freak out, which nobody did except Sigourney Weaver hates cold water. She insisted that the water be room temperature, and if not that, a little bit hotter. Um, And so all of the scenes between Sigourney and Sam, who played Kiri and Jake respectively, weren't shot together for the underwater scenes. They did them separately because they could not agree on a water temperature, which is hilarious to me um and then the funniest one was uh zoe saldana she wanted all of the water to be alkalized to keep the ph levels higher to like neutralize acid in the body i don't know that is science i do not understand but i've had to say like hundreds of times now um all that meant for me was that i had to dump a full bucket of baking soda into her water tank before she came to set like a few hours before every day which is just hilarious um but all of the actors were a joy to work with um it was such a blast it felt like we were at a pool party all the time um until things got intense but that is an NDA I uh, don't want to break uh, because Avatar is weirdly a franchise that scares me. Maybe James Cameron is a franchise that scares me. Should be, scared. Um, and That and like Marvel. But um, I want to share that. All the young actors were lovely to work with. Um, it was fun. I was thankful for that experience. So uh, happy holidays.
2: Happy holidays. I get so scared when I'm on TikTok and people are like, I have an NDA for this, but I'm going to say it anyways. I'm like, don't do it. Don't Why? do
1: it. He didn't spill any tea.
2: No, but I thought it was interesting. <laughs> But they had, there's a whole role on that movie set, because half of it was underwater, that they had to had their own little tanks, and they had to adjust the water specifically to what everyone would want. You know what I... What, what would my water temperature be, you think?
1: 88 degrees. Yeah. Not a 90 if fucking I can. degree
2: l- less. I'd want a jacuzzi tub <laughs>
1: in my pool. And she'd sit there like it was... <laughs> I, I walked in one day, and she was taking a shower, and leaning against the wall with her eyes closed like it was a a 90s r&b video and she was just standing in the rain and our house is a little bit older hot water heater isn't you know isn't in the shape that it used to be and the water the hot water goes quick if you're standing there with your eyes closed, not even touching your body. And I go, hey, (laughs) what are you doing? And she like snapped out of it and started laughing because she immediately knew what I was talking about. I do that a lot. Knew damn well that I had to get a shower after her. (laughs) So it happened yesterday. She washed her hair. God knows what else she did. Because again, walk in. I had hot water for maybe four seconds and then immediately went cold. So I'm right on board with what I just heard from this kid because I I was literally, I'm like Bane. I was born in cold water. (laughs) I wasn't born in the dark, but I was born in cold water. It's my ally now.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry. I've been really testing our water heater. People who are
1: sorry, don't do things again. They don't continue to do things.
2: I just need the water heater to People work a People who want to
1: appear to be sorry, or are, are giving empty apologies, will do it again. She's a repeat offender. She's going to do it again. She'll probably do it again today.
2: <laughs> I've already showered today, so and I let you go first. So, so that next was week,
1: <laughs> just kidding.
2: <laughs> I shower more than once a week, except when I have the flu. Um,
1: Shouldn't have had to uh, <clears throat> defend yourself. I was just you. Sh-
2: <laughs> I always gotta be on the defense. <laughs> So I found that interesting that there's a whole role for that movie on water temperature. You learn a lot about people, you know? But I'm scared for him. I have one more video. It's a sweet woman who got her daughter a blanket of Harry Styles' face for Christmas. But the picture on the blanket is a screenshot of it and it says like hot pictures of Harry Styles in like the search bar. And she put that on a blanket and it's amazing.
1: Even has the time. (laughs)
0: pick a different picture
2: why'd you pick that picture
3: well i thought he looked kind of hot and sexy in that picture in those eyes i figured he'd be looking down at you when you were asleep
2: i just think that's so pure i just love mom so much and moms at christmas are just one of a kind you know they've worked so hard on those gifts and put their heart and soul into it and it turns out that she took a screenshot and got it printed on a blanket it's so cute I love it. At least she went viral for it, you know? I think she got a little embarrassed, but I think it's the cutest thing I've ever seen.
1: I don't think old people get embarrassed.
2: Oh, they definitely do. Maybe, like, old men don't, like, because they're just like, I don't give a shit, but I envy they still do. You. I envy that. You you don't. You basically are an old man.
1: I still kind of give a shit. Like, I don't like to be embarrassed or whatever, mm-hmm. but...
2: Yeah, but you're... I mean, sh- they're just like, hey. Your give a shit level is, like, very low. Compared to other people's, which is good. It's only
1: getting lower, too.
2: Uh, Creator, at Maddie Marcy, thank you for that adorable video. Merci. (laughs) Nick. Oh, French. Did you learn that from me watching Emily in Paris? No. Your fave show that I also watched this week.
1: Dumb. (laughs) Throw it up there with, uh, what's that show? Which one? Really, any (laughs) one you watch. Um. Manifest? Manifest. Would you? I can't believe I didn't remember that title. I heard that word so many <laughs> <God damn>
2: times. <laughs> Mostly on Instagram. Um, if you had to choose between Manifest and Emily in Paris, what would you go? Like, what would you pick? Death. <laughs> all right, which one of these videos?
1: Both. You got two. Okay.
2: Do you need to say anything? Is this the one I sent to you?
1: No. Oh, when
2: they're all dancing and the, he's standing there waiting for his food?
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs>
2: So, it's a like accumulation of dance videos at different restaurants because a lot of people have been doing this lately. And it's just a guy waiting for his food, like, stitched on top of it. <laughs> waiting for his packages. The,
1: the greatest thing about this video is how, like, people all year have been complaining about service everywhere. Like, and then, like, but in the same breath, or like, but you know, short staffed. Like, can't, it's not their fault like well yeah it is because they're fucking dancing making tiktoks so like now i don't feel bad like i this used to be one of those people make- like yeah man everyone's just kind of short staff right now but really they're just making TikToks. yeah really they're making tiktoks or they are short staff but either way it makes me so Pissed off when I watch stuff like that like old man. I'm not against having fun at work But goddamn like this is not the time to be posting stuff like that just
2: because you know that People are
1: already not on your side
2: It takes a long time to film a dance video when you watch them It looks like one hit wonder you did it one time one take no you have to learn the choreography You have to coordinate it with your other imp- uh, Co-workers then you have to film it and it's gonna take at least a couple tries and you have to get the right like set up everything going that wasn't a one-hit wonder. So you know that these people are taking a big chunk out of their work day to film these videos. So I feel you. All right. Any other prep for this last video?
1: Just to make sure the volume's up.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Punchy. She'll go to Nobu
3: Saturday night but won't go to McDonald's Sunday morning. She not the one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? His arms are so long. Uh, <sighs> um, I'll go to Nobu, but absolutely not while I go to what McDonald's. F- what is Nobu? It's a very high-end sushi restaurant that is mostly in big cities that the Kardashians like to attend, and mo- a lot of celebrities and a lot of just like hot girls who want to get the espresso martini and the sesame cod. What's Delicious. the second
1: thing you said? And but not McDonald's on Sunday morning. Yeah, I
2: will not ever. Maybe she
1: just doesn't like having diarrhea. <laughs> have you ever had mcdonald's breakfast it's delicious number one but it's not as pleasant leaving the body as it is entering the body
2: every time it's like that i mean most times
1: because like think about think about when you usually get mcdonald's breakfast
2: at like gun to my head it's like the last option On planet Earth is when I get McDonald's
1: for breakfast. Keep going. What did you do the night before?
2: If you're drunk, hungover, I don't know. I usually would order bagels.
1: So like the combination of an empty stomach and not an empty stomach, just a stomach full of alcohol from the night before. And then you throw some hash browns, some Mickey D hash browns and like a bacon, egg and cheese bagel in there. And you have damn near a natural disaster. (laughs)
2: I mean, either way, you're probably going to get cleared out pretty fast, but that does, I'm sure, help. It's been a long time since I've been that hungover. Thank God. I don't know. We could get crazy today. It is New Year's Eve. We got dinner at 515 and nothing to do after. So we, the two of us might get wild. Those are our videos of the week. Thank you very much. I'm going to work on a sound for that segment. All right. So obviously with 2023 happening basically tomorrow... Starting off this week, a new year. We're getting ready. We're gonna go through some fashion forecasting because every year, as the new year comes, people are saying what's gonna be trending. They're predicting what is gonna be hot, what the kids are gonna be wearing, what's gonna be cool. So we're gonna go through some of those trends. Um, I'm gonna start with. Do you want me to start with female or men or male trends?
1: Whatever you want to do. Okay. Well, we'll they're go. gonna be equally as disrespectful and not gonna make any sense. So.
2: You don't know. Maybe you can get some inspiration for your wardrobe. Maybe switch it up. I think I'm
1: doing all right. (laughs) This shirt.
2: Ginnard on full blast. cornbread. Is what his t-shirt says. So I think we could use some help. All right. Men's fashion trends in 2023 predictions. And I got most of these from GQ and Stylecaster. So reputable sources. All right. So trench coats (laughs) for men. They're making a comeback. Sleek trenches. Think inspector gadget. Like heavy duty Max, long, single-breasted, and mercifully devoid of the epaulettes that used to define
1: the silhouette. Or think tombstone, <laughs> like you're in an old western, and you have a duster on. The duster. I'll this break. is probably the only one that I am on board with.
2: You'll wear a trench coat, really. I'll wear a duster. Trench coats make me think of like watch salesmen and sh- uh, and strikers.
1: Inspector Gadget. And Expe- Inspector Gadget. Dun, 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 dun. I still love oh, those I. movies. I used to love the show, like the animated show. Mm. <sighs> Remember watching that on my grandma's every day. So would you
2: wear a trench coat in 2023?
1: I would wear a duster.
2: Is, that's a leather, right? A duster?
1: No, it doesn't have to be leather.
2: Like plasticky kind of material? It doesn't have to be. Hmm. So so it's a maybe. All right. Boss level blazers are coming back. Think 80s style Wall Street double-breasted blazers making a comeback. Look for bold shoulder brass Rash lapels and a nipped waist, so like a no. triangle shape. No, no, really.
1: I look like at a them. nice tapered, like, uh, f- not f- not necessarily form-fitting suit, but like something that looks like you didn't go. Oh shit, that I have an interview today. Can I look in your closet for something to wear?
2: <laughs> Which is you're saying, boss level looks like your dad's.
1: No, my dad has come a long way from the suits he wears. Like he wears like he'll wear like slim fit pants and all that now. Mm. Not like slim slim, but like tailored fit. Okay. Like he's he's his his uh, his fashion has been elevated over the few last couple years. There's
2: my favorite word, elevated. Fuck.
1: But uh, yeah, this is fucking ridiculous. Excuse my French. I think it's I kind I am of learning fun. French.
2: <laughs> See, Emily in Paris. Yeah. Um, so no one the boss of a
1: blazer. No, I think it's absolutely ridiculous looking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Athleisure is still in, so you're, you're in luck.
1: Christ, thank Christ
2: between the pandemic and the massive shift to working from home casual performance menswear took center stage in 2020 and 2021 and 2022 and yes as far as men's fashion trends for 2023 are concerned those performance menswear picks aren't going anywhere so your whole closet is safe
1: (laughs) (laughs) dude don't come at me a lot
2: of gray and navy um dainty footwear is going to be making a comeback. The footwear silhouette poised to dominate the men'swear Jesus, conversation. Are we on men's or women's? <laughs> I know. Those look like ballet flats. Um, conversation is slim and a little bit delicate. Tassel loafers are cool again. Do you have tassel loafers? No. Should we get you a pair?
1: I remember my dad having some though.
2: You could probably just go in his Are you guys the same shoe size?
1: I think so. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I think. Size 14. <laughs>
2: I'm just kidding why <laughs> uh. <laughs> so we're okay with the loafer style what are very we doing very
1: average size foot <laughs> nothing to write home about
2: <laughs> it's fine you have the same shoe size as my dad and my brother yeah my dad's six. it makes two. it
1: so convenient because like if I don't like a pair of shoes I could just ask your dad or your brother your brother's not gonna want them because he's he's way cooler than, than everyone style <laughs> is here but uh yeah you just give them to your dad.
2: So tassel loafers, yay or nay? Or loafers in general? I don't think I've seen you wear a loafer. I don't see you with like an exposed top of your foot. I don't know if that's yeah. A you I don't thing. think I could. Okay. Um, defussed button-ups. A looser fit and more of a casual take on the classic button-up. How do you feel? It's kind of like a, it kind of gapes out at the stomach region. Gapes? Yeah. That's a word
1: flares maybe sure I don't know I just like I'm I'm having a hard time getting to the point where I'm wearing like oversized and like loose fitting clothes again
2: you wore those in high school?
1: no but like in like like the 90s was all about like baggy shit
2: yeah I like a baggy but you and I, I like, like, like fit I very all. like you I think because you said you work hard in your body you want to
1: show it off yeah not lately <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real insecure sitting here right now if y'all can't tell I'm like oh god damn camera. I don't like that <laughs> um, camera does weird things yeah I mean yeah not so much anymore but like I still am in decent shape to where I'm not gonna like hide I'm definitely not in like football shape anymore but um, which I never really was. Now that I think back on it, I drank a lot in college. <laughs> I don't like the way it fits. Like I just, it's, it has nothing really to do with like my body, but like has more so to do with like it's, baggy stuff is just annoying. Like it just doesn't feel right.
2: I love a baggy. I love to feel like, cause it feels like I'm in a blanket. Um, boxy bombers are in the MA one isn't going anywhere, but the bombers we dig most right now are close relatives to the CWU. I
1: have no idea what those words mean. Are we talking about airplanes? <laughs> <laughs> An
2: early 50s silhouette defined by its neat point collar, cropped body and big puffy sleeves. Bonus points. If it looks like you grabbed it off the rack at your favorite vintage spot, the more patented, patinated, the better. Mm. I don't know. I could see you in a bomber jacket. I feel like you could pull that off. I think
1: I have a bomber jacket.
2: Where? In this closet. In closet.
1: The closet. <laughs> One of our five closets. Just a black bomber jacket.
2: Yeah, I feel like you could pull it back out. Maybe. Maybe and put some aviators on. It's very. It might have been because no, I'm not um, our
1: commander in chief. I'm not going to wear <laughs> aviators.
2: <laughs> it might be because um, what's that movie called? The Flight school movie.
1: Um, Top Gun.
2: It might be because Top Gun just came back. That we're bringing that style back.
1: Okay, well we'll consider the problem I do you not know what the, That's like saying, "What's that uh, candy movie?" You know the one where the guy has like a candy factory. What's what's that called? Charlie the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like that's just one you don't forget. My
2: brain just doesn't connect when it comes to terms of things for some reason when I'm on the camera or on
1: recording. On the camera, <laughs> on the line.
2: All right. Zip up hoodies are making a comeback. Consider the pullovers reign officially over. Zip ups are back, baby. And they're here to revolutionize your Bodego run fits.
1: This is what just grinds my gears. <laughs> what? Consider the pullovers reign officially over. Says it. <laughs> who, who am I listening to here?
2: The fashion industry.
1: Who's the fashion industry?
2: No, this is from GQ, but it's all of those designers that have fashion shows. They have their fashion shows towards like the end of last year and that forecasts what next year is going to look like because all of the lower brands underneath of the designer brands base what they're going to pick out from what they're doing. These are the and same trickle down effects. If you've seen Devil Wears Prada,
1: have not seen it, will not see it. <laughs> will Here's the thing it. though, like
2: great movie.
1: I've seen the fashion shows that these people put on has nothing to do with the average person. The average person is not wearing anything that I see in those fashion shows. That's
2: why it's like, that's like the pinnacle. And then, then we tailor it down to what? Like some of those things,
1: there is no, there is no other option. They're wearing trash bags or they're wearing, I don't know, deer antlers on their head. Like it's the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life. So why do we continue to listen to these people?
2: That's a great question. I don't know who buys all of the fashion industry stuff or like the designer stuff. Cause no one. It's very expensive. No one. For shirts and pants.
1: It's like it's like a contest to see how f- ridiculous they can make it. Valid. And then we're supposed to listen to those people. They clearly have n- don't have a finger on the pulse of <laughs> the rest of the world. So it's yeah. just weird to me. I've never understood that. I've never understood the appeal of actually going to a fashion show.
2: They're very like high class. <laughs> Only who Again, who says who? To go.
1: Like high class to who? To me, it's like it doesn't make any sense. There's no, there's no art there. Like I don't understand how people can call it like art. It looks stupid. It looks ridiculous.
2: Some of it, I mean, is very tasteful, bub. No. <laughs> I don't think you can lump everyone together because it's.
1: I'm just talking about a, like the you the, know what I'm talking about. The high about. fashion. Yeah. yeah, like this is not this is not even wearable. Like you you would you wouldn't be allowed in any establishment in what you have on.
2: No shoot, no sh- no shirt, no shoes, no service.
1: Unless you're Kenny Chesney.
2: <laughs> what does that mean?
1: <laughs> Look it up.
2: Okay. Um, um, zip up hoodies. How do you feel about them? Horrible. Really? Yeah. Sometimes it's nice, and then you can drape it over the shoulder. I don't know. I, I
1: never wear my shirt the way you wear it like this. Yeah. I would never drape it over my shoulder like that I'll or drape it off my shoulder. The one shoulder. Yeah.
2: Makes sense. Okay. Fuck you. Flip flops. Excuse my language. Fuck you. Flip flops are in um, your slides. Had a great run. Flip flops are the final frontier in so bad in a so bad. It's good. Fashion are really truly cool again. They look like, do you remember growing up? I think it was like the brand had a monkey for their like mascot. And they had like, they were like floaty flip-flops. They were made out of like uh, lifeguard rafts. I had a couple pairs. They were really bright colored. If I could find them, they were sweet. But that's that's what they look like, those flip-flops. They're really comfy.
1: I just don't see a, uh like, are they talking about like, Summer or just like...
2: Yeah, I guess summer. Probably not in the winter. It's not a great time to wear flip-flops.
1: I'll wear like leather flip-flops like around the house. Mm-hmm. Like the rainbow or whatever. Yeah. But, uh... <coughs> I would never be caught dead in something like that. Like I honestly don't even like wearing flip-flops in public.
2: I'm not going to lie. I'm not really attracted to the flip-flop on men. Like if we're going to like the beach or
1: something, like we're in Virginia beach or like wherever. Yeah. That's one thing. But like, if I'm just going to wear, wear them around, like I'm going to wear a closed toe something.
2: Yeah. I'd prefer your toes to be covered. It's just
1: like, I don't know. It's just like a weird, I also don't like going to people's houses and being barefoot at all. Why? I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. It's a weird thing. I just feel like you're too comfortable at that point. Like, dude, this isn't your house.
2: Like the people at the airport who will take their shoes off. Oh my God. But don't even me We were
1: just talking about this last night. People who don't wear, gym sho- or don't wear shoes socks. or socks to the gym. What the fuck <laughs> are you doing? What are you doing?
2: Yeah. You should not have your bare toes out unless you're in a yoga class. Yo, that's one thing. Don't if you're you walking
1: dare. through... Like, sometimes people will... Like, even if they're in yoga class, they'll, like, walk through the gym to, like, get a towel or something with no shoes or socks on. It's like, wh- why do you even wear shoes up here to begin with? If you're just going to do that, like, take your ass to the parking lot with no shoes. Like, it just doesn't make any sense.
2: Yeah, I don't... That, there's no place in the gym for bare feet. Oh, dude, no, that's not a
1: hazard. All. Can you imagine dropping... I mean, shoes are not going to do much if you drop a weight on, but, like, if you're exposed... I mean, we're talking blood everywhere. <laughs> Crushed toes. It's not pretty.
2: Um, okay, so no one, the, a few flip-flops. Got it. Tanks and trousers. A ribbed white tank looks good with pretty much everything, but the swerviest way to wear one in 2023? Question mark. Tuck it into your trousers and then accessorize with a flashy gold chain and a razzle-dazzle belt. So belts are back
1: in for dudes. And apparently laying hands on your spouse as well.
2: I thought I wasn't sure If it was wife or white Wife beater That's not
1: good No it's not That's not a great term I remember Back in the day It was like Popular to wear Like a wife beater Underneath a cutoff.
2: A cut off like Like a cutoff shirt top? Yeah So you had two tank tops on
1: Basically Like you would be Like tops, a cut off yeah. t-shirt With a wife beater underneath
2: That looks I'm sure it looked horrible I mean I can't Like why
1: There's probably pictures Of me out there With it in With it on It's not embarrassing. That's what everyone did.
2: Yeah. I never liked the white tank top on men either. I always prefer a t-shirt to a tank.
1: I just think like now wearing sleeves. Now, if you're wearing it under something, not a big deal. But like if you're just like popping sleeves and just wearing a tank top, tank top tucked into some pants and combat boots. That's bold. You better be a mechanic.
2: But he looks pretty confident, the guy wearing that outfit. So he looks like he's fine
1: with it. I mean, he's also a model. So they don't exactly look for people with low (laughs) self-esteem for that role. So
2: So it's a no for you on the tank tucked in?
1: Yeah, I don't think I'd ever do that, ever. (laughs) Okay. Actually, during my senior pictures, I remember this. (laughs) My mom can back me up. The lady who took my picture, she was so nice. But she was like, do you want to do anything like maybe with your shirt off? Or And I was like, no, absolutely not. She was trying to see some. Like some other dudes have, like obviously. And she was like, what about like, a do you have like a tank top? And I was like, no, I'll never do that. Number one, like I don't have the body for me to be popping my shirt off and like taking pictures. I'm just not. Not built, not built that way. I'm a weebie. <laughs>
2: like, you have to be really prepared for topless photos. Yeah,
1: you Or you just have to be like on at all times. Yeah, so hard. But I'm to be. never on. <laughs> so, so
2: that's so interesting that for senior pictures that you like, some people would take their shirts off. Like usually senior pictures go to your grandma, and like they put them on the Christmas card. Like why would you ever have your shirt off? There's no, no reason for no,
1: it. No, I mean you're in high school. Yeah. <laughs> relax (laughs) there'll be plenty of times to pop your shirt (laughs) senior pictures that might end up in your yearbook not not the time time.
2: western is in Uh, yeah
1: Um, i mean you don't have to get me on board with this (laughs) he jumped at it
2: um to go forwards in the matters of style you've got to go back styles that merge functionality and toughness are roaring back in a big way and none more so than the Western wear. I think, honestly, Yellowstone brought this back
1: for yeah, people. 100%. And
2: I'm here for it. I think it's nice and rugged and... I mean, Rip. Rip. He wears the same thing every day, but looks great. He's
1: such a hard ass. I love him. <laughs> He's my favorite character, for sure.
2: Oh, yeah. For sure. I love it all. It's So good. And we're starting... We started... We watched 1883 finally. Balled my freaking eyes out. Not good for me. And But it was a great series. And then we're now starting 1923. Having a good time.
1: Tomorrow we got...
2: Tomorrow. Quite a bit Sunday. sunday So yes, on the Western. I like... I love that. The one in the top, it's like a cream of course, Western-esque.
1: Yeah. I love cream. Did you p- put this little collage together? <laughs> I did.
2: I sure did. Um, that one's from Banana Republic. I like it a lot. Might purchase it for you. Retro everything is in. 90s and 80s are in. Look for bold color block prints. This is the exact opposite
1: of what you just showed me.
2: So, well, people can have two different styles um, are back and the resurgence of the classic Ralph Lauren polo also making a resurgence I think I typed that wrong But so Ralph Lauren polos are back big prints are back and the color blocking from the 80s uh, I feel like they've never really left people have been wearing them still the polo I'm not sure about don't know how I feel about that making a resurgence I wore way too many double polos popped collars um, tucked in, everything is in So bring out those belts Tucking your shirts and t-shirts is cool again And belts are back, baby
1: T-shirts tucked in, you know what? <laughs> do it
2: I always get really upset with my dad When he tucks his t-shirt into his wet pants Dads are onto something. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta get him hiked up And then you pull it tight with the bow Oh, that's way better If you do like a French tuck It's, it's fine What
1: the fuck is a French tuck?
2: French. French, is very in today. Um, it's when you tuck the front part of your the shirt, shirt in, America. but you leave the side and the back out. Yeah, that looks really good. Nice work. Fashion. See, you're already jumping in on the trends. Look at you go. That was the men's trends. How do you? How do we feel? Have me fooled. <laughs> okay, let's go dra- straight into women's. I don't think you'll have as much fun with this, but we have to, you know, cover it all. Tassels are in. Feathers are being replaced by tassels. The textured tassel trim will be ultimate. Will be the ultimate party trick. Come spring, 2023. I was I'm super into feathers Especially for bridal stuff I'm gonna have to Locate some tassels Which makes sense Because tassel loafers Don't be are not in- be
1: giving anything away Champ What? You said You're into feathers As far as bridal stuff So chill
2: I'm not talking about My wedding dress Oh
1: okay Well you said bridal stuff I have
2: I have a collection Of white things That are ready to go For 2023 I am hoarding White clothes I've got a lot of options Still gotta get A couple more things But tassels better after not
1: be after labor day though
2: <laughs> i get to wear white all year next year no yes um sheer is making a comeback see through everything and showing your undergarments is trending will you feel okay if i walk around and you can see my bra maybe my underwear no
1: um, no absolutely <laughs> not
2: um rebel schoolgirl is in upper east side schoolgirl aesthetic with a rebellious vibe you'll see strong presence of the city uh the city school aesthetic the look takes elements of demure girly school aesthetic plaid skirts ruffled collars and combines them with street style grunge heavy piercings big uh, clunky shoes so a combo of the two yeah i
1: I kind of weird (laughs) whatever kind of getting a little pedo vibes
2: yeah you're not wrong.
1: I don't like that. It's a
2: big problem in the fashion industry these days.
1: Oh, yeah. Let's talk about no. that. No. <laughs> oblique
2: peeps are in. So showing off those obliques is in. Cut out dresses. Um, I might have to add some. I do have some oblique options, actually. So that's good. I'm already on trend. Leather, obviously, is still in, but more in uh, not just wearing them for winter. Uh, use it all year long with brighter colors of leather, leather skirts,
1: <laughs> leather shirts. You ever worn leather in in the summer?
2: Leather? Mm, no have not
1: yeah we'll see how long this one lasts chafing is not fun you ever falling asleep like with the windows open on a summer day on your parents leather couch mm.
2: or when you get in the car in the summer and you have leather seats like, and you can't sit <laughs> yeah not fun or have you seen that episode of friends with ross when no. he wears leather pants nope. and the color of the year is pantone pantone's color of the year is viva magenta I don't know why we pick a color of the year, what the reasoning is behind it. But magenta is in. not a big fan of magenta, not really into it. It's a very close family to burgundy, which my mom is a big burgundy hater. Shout out, mom. Um, so, yeah, look out for magenta. It's making a comeback. I don't know about this. It's giving me Blue's Clues vibes. But I guess that's that's what's in.
1: Because there was a lot of magenta and blues clues. Yeah,
2: there's a literal do- other dog girl named Magenta.
1: I didn't watch it long Keep enough, up. I guess.
2: <laughs> so that is what is trending for men and women in 2023. Do you think I? I mean, I pretty much wear all of those styles already. I feel like I'm I'm with it. I haven't really
1: seen you in much western. Well, that's for boys, not for girls. Why was it? Why would it only be for boys though?
2: I don't know. That's what it said. Um, actually, I could get down with a pair of cowboy boots. I could I could wear a white pair for bridal s- stuff, but then I wouldn't wear them again, so it's a waste of money. Anyways, how we feel? Anything that you're going to be changing?
1: Nope. <laughs> do I strike you as somebody who changes up things a whole lot?
2: You do not. Uh, it takes me a long time that to work you down. That was more for the audience. <laughs> Someone asked us on question stickers on how I convinced you to take down all of your bachelor. <laughs> Yeah. Decorations, which we finally got rid of the last couple of things this week, so really big week for me. We took down the last of the American flags. No disrespect to the flag; they're not our down. country. They're
1: still They're up His somewhere man, else. Den downstairs. Yeah, because I'm definitely not anti-American.
2: No, neither am I. But I just don't think we need to. Well, use him you were for the decor. one who
1: wanted to take the flags down. I don't think so. every we need ten flags in one
2: room. I think it's just a little much. Um. <laughs> just a little it's a lot um so so my answer to that question is you basically you make it seem like it's their idea to remove said decorations so once they once they finally come to terms with the fact that there's makes no sense to keep your high school jersey or your college jersey on the wall as decoration in your adult bedroom then we're getting somewhere and once you have that little window, you strike while it's hot. You take everything else that you can get down. Anything else that you can convince them. You just got to wait for that little opening.
1: And then- Dude, shut the... <laughs> you guys had a neon sign in your apartment that said two woke girls. <laughs> yeah. All right. Kerpa, I saw it. <laughs> it's gone. So don't come at me about a jersey that literally went to battle in week after week in that jersey.
2: We all have to have our figuring out decor days. I I agree. I had mine too. We've gotten to a better place. And
1: some of the things that you guys use to fasten things to the wall, I mean.
2: (laughs) That's just like poor construction skills. That's just not really knowing
1: much about
2: what we needed you
1: for. So don't come at me anymore. I will start exposing you.
2: Okay, perfect. Let's finish this off with. Our New Year's resolutions. I don't make any for myself. I make a manifestation list at the end of the year of things I want to manifest. But um, I don't really do New Year's resolutions because it doesn't work for me. But I'm going to make one for you and you can make one for me. What do you think?
1: You go first.
2: Okay. I think you need to work on your spontaneity. Being gung-ho about taking or doing things that don't require a plan or you planning things yourself for us to do so it's not just me planning everything i think that's what you need to work on
1: let me tell you why that doesn't work why because you are very particular about things when you act like you're not you act like i'm the one who's very particular you are the one who's very particular so i've got taste if i if i plan something that you don't necessarily want to do you'll let me know right away And you'll try to change it and transform it into something that it is that you, it is something you (laughs) want to do. And then it is no longer my idea. So why do I even, why do I even plan anything?
2: So then what you work on is your excitement to do things when I plan them. That's what you work
1: on. You won't. (laughs) You're not going to get it out of me.
2: Okay. What's mine?
1: This is also why I don't do resolutions because if I really wanted to change something, this is this is the issue with resolutions, okay? Okay. If you really needed to change something in your life, you don't wait till the end of the year to write it down on a piece of paper. You change it. Right then, right there. You don't wait. It's not a new year, new you. Same old you. 24 hours has passed. So you either have balls and you change it right now, or you don't want to change it that bad. And that's okay, too. But don't wait till the end of the year and act like, now I can do something about this. Because I've written it down on a piece of paper. Now is my time. I am going to be a new version of myself, even though 24 hours ago, I was slugging beers, fucking ripping Twizzlers out of the package, and just eating them by the... Handful. I love Twizzlers. Taking down an entire gallon of ice cream. Like 24 hours isn't going to do you shit. So either (laughs) be about it, stop talking about it and be about it and do it right then and there, or don't do it. Don't wait till the end of the year to make a resolution about it.
2: And that is our inspirational speech from Nick to start our year off right.
1: Well, (laughs) part of the deal is I give my opinion. So... (laughs)
2: Um, I think I know what my New Year's resolution from you is going to be.
1: What do you think it's going to be?
2: To talk louder.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Oh, there was more. <laughs> Maybe not even talk louder, but talk louder the second time. Okay. Because I'll be like, she'll say something to me. She'll be like, nah, 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 nah. and I'll go, what's up? And she go. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and you're like, that was actually quieter the second time. How does that happen? I don't know, man. So that's a good one for you. Okay. I would say, and this is really something we both need to work on because I act like I have my shit together, but I don't, but like truly realizing that like we live, like we're coexisting in a space together, like we're we live in the same space and that we need to like respect that. And also that we're trying to sell this house eventually. So like we need to take care of that too. I think that's, that's for both of us, because like I leave my like you could go down to the laundry room right now, and I have three oh baskets God. of clothes down there, and another stack of clothes on the dryer. I yeah I agree. It's and separate. probably another one in the other room, in <coughs> a basket, in the basement. Yeah. So like, I'm not innocent in that, and that has got to be annoying for you. Yeah, a little bit. But I still do it, don't I? <laughs> <laughs>
2: The other day, I even folded your laundry for for you, but then we put the baskets in my closet room. It took room. me
1: weeks to put it away.
2: So yeah, that is your thing. But um, yeah, I agree. I, we can both be better at that. That's a good one.
1: And guess what? We're going to start today. We're not going to wait till tomorrow. Hell yeah. And if something else comes up in a week, I'm going to start it then. I'm not going to wait till the end of the year and say, new year, new me. Now let me put up posted on the fucking Instagram so that everyone knows what I'm working on this year. Kind of Accountability is helpful though. Don't do that. No one cares. I like to see them. No, you don't. She's lying to you. And anyone who tells you that they want to see you post about what you're going to change this year or next year or the year after is lying to you.
2: It gives people ideas on what they can change.
1: No, it doesn't. It's a way of saying, look at me. I've chosen to wait all year and let this fester with the ones that I love and who love me. But I'm doing it now because we are supposed to do New Year's resolutions at the end of the year. Don't wait. Just do it now. And definitely don't tell people about it. Just move so, in silence. It's-
2: when you think about breaking your resolution at any point this year, just think about this face over here. The one that's wearing a Skinner on Full Blast t-shirt. And his little pep talk, and just don't keep it going. For you real, though, this. that's
1: really annoying when people post that stuff. Like, no one gives a, f- no one gives, I may or may not be posting shit. later
2: about it, but it's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's a great energy for us to start this new year with. Um, I'm feeling quite inspired. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, or at least I'm feeling I have a little fire lit underneath of me. I think it's gonna be a good year for all of us.
1: Do you wanna give like advice? Going into this year,
2: my advice. Yeah. For the
1: people. Just for everyone in general.
2: We're going to advice. That's that's new for you. Um, Don't push me. <laughs> well, one thing I want to work on is how sensitive I've I am. No,
1: I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking well, no, about no. I'm saying I want to work
2: on that. So I'm giving this as a as a way f- to help people. Okay. Um, I want to work on how sensitive I am about general f- and just like in general, I'm super sensitive. As a person and I want to get thicker skin this year officially and I want to be more of myself and not care what other people think about what that version of me is. So I think my advice this year is work on not looking outside of yourself for what is cool, what you should be doing with your life or your day. Start with yourself yourself. Don't worry about what the hell other, other people are doing. If they're jetting off over here, if they have these really cool things, worry about yourself, focus inward, and so much more can be accomplished from that place versus giving everyone else your energy, being envious of what they're doing that only takes away from you and what you're capable of. So that is my advice and what I'm gonna work on. Would you like to give us some advice?
1: Yeah, kind of along the same lines, like just worry about yourself. I think a lot of people are starting to realize that there's things in this world that are really outside of your control and taking a strong stance on something and shunning those who don't believe in the same things you believe in or just downright hating someone because they, maybe they look different. They believe in things that are different than you believe in. They devote themselves to causes that you don't necessarily believe in, or they don't believe in the causes that you're backing. Like, just having a general, everyone just having a general respect for one another again. Yeah. And not basing your opinion on somebody based off of like, things that, that really don't even impact you on a daily basis. And that, I mean, it just goes for everyone. Like, if it doesn't directly affect your life, don't worry about it. Now, if it's something you care f- care about, like if it's a cause or something that you wanna bring awareness to, that's different. But like, if somebody's doing something that you don't like, guess what? You just get to not like it. That's all that's going to ever happen. You just don't like it. So the sooner that people accept that, not only that, but like the sooner people will just accept one another again, because I feel like the last like really two, three three years, it's just been everyone at each other's throat. For what reason? No one knows. It's, there's so many reasons out there that people have been at each other's throats, but like at the end of the day, if it doesn't affect your life, don't worry about it. If somebody's doing something you don't like, don't worry about it. But on the, on the flip side of that, like, more people should have conversations with people who they don't necessarily think the same way about certain things. Like, talk to somebody who has a different opinion than you. Don't just hate them. Like, come t- both of you come to a mutual respect for one another. No one's, no, you're never going to convince uh, someone of everything that you believe in and vice versa like no, no one's ever going to convince you of everything that they believe in unless you're in a cult and in that case get out <laughs> as soon as possible mm-hmm. um, but like once you come to an understanding of like I have nothing to gain from this conversation but I also have nothing to lose like they're not going to they may not convince me of anything I may not convince them in, of anything but we're gonna come to an understanding that we both disagree on certain things. Mm-hmm. And that's like where relationships grow. It's not talking to someone every single day who has the exact same opinions as, as you. Mm-hmm. Like that's how hate just continues to fester. Like talk to someone who doesn't believe in the same things you do. That's, that would be my advice. Get to know somebody who you claim to hate. That would be my advice.
2: I would love to see more understanding in 2023 from everyone, myself, everyone. It's less judgment, less like you're better than them because of this or that, or just like we're all on the same level. It's, you can have some really interesting conversations with people that you disagree with or people who just grew up differently or anything. It's very interesting place to start.
1: I mean, that's, that's, that's called learning. That's how you, yeah. it's called growing. That's how you grow as a person. Like there's enough going on around the world. Mm-hmm. There's enough people you know, talking shit about our country. (laughs) Like, let's at least like each other. What do you say? (laughs) Or you don't even have to like one another. Just respect boundaries. Respect one another. Respect the fact that people think differently about things. Mm -hmm. That's all right. That doesn't make them a bad person. It just makes them different. And that's what I thought was great about our world is that people were different and they didn't think the same. But you know, you look at the, you check the tape over the last three years and you, you wouldn't think so. But, but what do I know? I mean, I have a Skinnered on Full Blast t-shirt on and I work in sales. I have no business talking about any of this. But since you tuned in and since my lovely fiance has invited me onto this podcast and given me a microphone, looks like you got to listen. <laughs> so no, that would be my advice though.
2: Okay. I like it. I like this new nick. It's open not, to advice.
1: I'm always open to advice. Whether I take that advice is a different story.
2: It's giving it. That's different for you.
1: Yeah, I'm not I still don't want to do that, but I feel like I needed to say something cuz I was listening to a podcast. I was listening to Joe Rogan and John is it John Bernthal? He's an actor. I don't know. Just talking about like how he has friends for like what when the George Floyd stuff was happening um and, you know there was anti police protests and defund the police and all this and like he started his podcast basically from like that whole movement mm-hmm. um and he had f- really good friends uh with ties to like the police community um or he was directly uh had a direct relationship with the police But he also had really close, deep-rooted relationships with the people he grew up with and who were gang-affiliated, and obviously didn't necessarily like the police. Mm -hmm. And he talked about like the leap that he had to take to start his podcast, bringing these two groups together, these two individuals, Mm -hmm. like basically like the advocate, the the leaders in these two communities that he uh, knew so well. And he said the reason that he was nervous, but he wasn't scared to do it is because he knew they were going to laugh at the same shit. Like they knew he knew that they were going to be finishing e- each other's sentences. He knew that they were going to be able to find common ground, mm. but until he gave those two individuals a chance to do that, they were just going to continue to hate each other. Mm-hmm. They were just not, they would never see it eye to eye until you sit them down and you find the, the similarities in their lives and try to not uh, not ignore the differences but don't make that the point of focus mm-hmm. like focus on how much we're alike you're just naturally going to have differences with somebody because you're not you know you're not identical twins you're not this you're not a clone of one another yeah but like if you focus on the similarities you start to find common ground and you start to break down some of the barriers that two groups have between them and i was just like holy shit that's yeah. The way he said it gave me goosebumps because it's like...
2: It's like humanity at its finest, like what it's supposed to be about.
1: Like, take this guy who should be afraid of bullshit like cancel culture because he's an actor and like Mm -hmm. speaking out on certain things because it's not popular to to feel that way. And he was like, fuck that. Like, it's important for me. Forget fame, forget money, whatever. Like, the world is not going to be a better place until you start having conversations with people who are in complete... Opposite ends of the spectrum.
2: Maybe that's so th- tuning into this podcast and listening to the two of us.
1: Who knows? But uh, but yeah, I mean that it just struck me this morning. I was like, "He's absolutely right." Like, mm-hmm. there's you. You don't know how similar you are with someone until you have a conversation with them. And the majority of the people who you may claim to hate or whatever, you would be so surprised at how similar you are with that person. And. You know, maybe it's not the way you grew up, but it's, you know, whatever, whatever your interests, or maybe you did grow up the exact same way. Maybe you grew up right down the street from this person, had no idea, but you just took different career paths or whatever. I don't know. I'll get off my soapbox now, but it's like, I don't know. It just struck me. It was like, holy shit. He's exactly right. Like, mm-hmm.
2: that's a great note to start us off on. Yeah. Love it. Well, thanks. And one more. No, I'm just <laughs> All right, I guess I'll, I'm will i going to reel you in. Um, thank you so much for listening. I'm excited for this year for all of us. We'll be back every Wednesday. Please send us what you want us to talk about, any topics, things that you want Nick to go off on, um, anything like that, send them my Careful. way. I love you. I will see you guys next Wednesday. Bye.
1: Play free birds.
2: That is it for me today, you guys. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. Before you go, make sure that you rate, review, follow, subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And in the spirit of sharing, be sure to share the podcast with a friend or give us some love on social media and tag us at something to share podcast on Instagram. See you next Wednesday.